1: It is, it is good to see y'all this morning. We're glad that you're here. We, uh, we, we said this last week and I'll say it again. This is not, if you're a guest today, it's not our normal service, but on the combined every fifth Sunday, we're trying to come together for a time of, of singing and worship and prayer and coming to the Lord's table. And so we're looking forward to that. But we are really glad you're here, and there's a couple things we need to do um, just before we get started. And one is just a yes or no vote on the new budget. We presented it last week, and you had a chance to, to come and discuss it on Wednesday night. If you're in favor of the new budget, would you raise your hand?
0: Okay.
1: You can put them down. If you're against the new budget, raise your hand. That carries, and that means all of you are going to support that budget and meet it, right? If we give $10 per giving unit a week, we'll go way over the budget. So I encourage you to do that. One other thing, because your pastor is a little bit chicken of making this decision, okay? I'm just going to admit, Christmas Eve this year is on Sunday. Typically, we do the Christmas Eve candlelight service on Christmas Eve night. But someone suggested that maybe we do the candlelight service. It's a combined service anyway that Sunday morning. We do the candlelight service here that morning and then have Sunday night for you and your families to do whatever you want to do. Well, I can make that decision real easy and have half the people mad at me if I do it the wrong way. So I'm going to be a chicken. And ask you, how many of you would rather come for Sunday morning, just come for the Sunday morning service, have a normal Christmas Eve service, and then come back that night for the candlelight service in the sanctuary? That's the first option. Second option would be just to have a candlelight service that morning. Okay? So if you prefer to come the morning for a normal service and come back that night for a candlelight service, would you raise your hand? I almost knew you were gonna vote that way, but if you prefer to have it all that morning, raise your hand. You make it. We are on the same page, and now if anybody's mad, just remember that you had a chance to vote. So,
2: uh,
1: (laughs) why why don't you, we have the fall festival coming up this afternoon from 4 to 6. If you are in Sunday school classes and and you're involved, you already know what times you're supposed to be here early. At the end of the service, Chris DeWall, where's Chris? Um, Chris is here. He'll be over here somewhere by the doors, and he would love to tell you if you'd like to get involved in the fall festival how you could help if you still would like to be involved. It's a great time for us just to be a friendly face and welcome people in our community onto our property. So we hope that you will come and be a part of that from 4 to 6. You can see all the other announcements that are there. You'll notice in this worship book you have a booklet, okay? Because what we're doing is we're giving you all the announcements about Thanksgiving boxes, the women's Christmas dinner tickets are on sale. You can get those today. Operation Christmas Child and in the community Thanksgiving service that they we're going to try. And then all the December events are coming up. Don't read them during the service. Take it home and, um, and enjoy it. Why don't you stand up and move around and greet each other? We're glad you're here. This morning, I read these words. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. That's our goal today, that we will worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Amen choir is going to open us and then we'll continue to to walk through this service so um, let me just say this to you as they get ready to sing they will stand sometimes and sometimes sit you feel free please feel freedom today if you want to stand and worship you can if you want to sit and worship you can if you want to well the (laughs) the kneeling benches are not here if you want to just turn your chair into a kneeling bench you can Feel freedom today as we sing, as we worship, and as we pray. Let's continue today. Come on, on Kwani. The benches are on the side, so there you go. As I prayed about this service, really, um, since we came together in June to come and worship and pray and, and come to the Lord's table, I was praying about where the Lord might lead us. Last time we we went out of Isaiah 6 and Revelation 4, and a and, um, pastor, Emeritus' wife, she, she tried to jinx me, I think. She said, how can you top this um, after last time, and I thought, man, the pressure's on, but the. But where I felt was the Lord's prayer. I just kept feeling like the Lord was leading us there. And, and, and last week we looked at how to pray the Bible. And so I thought it was a fitting time just to move into a time of prayer as a corporate body. Next week we would we jump and jump right back into the book of Colossians and start a new study. But you know in the book of Luke the disciples come to Jesus and they said, Lord, Teach us to pray. And Luke gives a shortened version of Matthew's account of, of the Lord's Prayer. And so today, we're going to be looking in Matthew um, chapter 6 at the Lord's Prayer as Jesus gave it to us, and we'll be looking at it. Many of you have memorized that. And, and Jesus just simply says to, when you pray, pray like this. And He gives the Lord's Prayer in I believe it's a tool for us, not necessarily a prayer just to repeat. There's nothing wrong with repeating it. I find myself repeating it often. And, and maybe we don't repeat it enough as, as the body of Christ together. But, but when, I, when I look at the Lord's Prayer, it's, a, it's an outline for us to learn to pray, to walk through and see how we can do that. So I want us to do that this morning to walk through this very familiar passage of Scripture, to read Scripture, to sing familiar songs and familiar hymns of the faith that we grew, many of us grew up with, and to put in practice by praying it. And so as we listen to the psalmist who said, ascribe to the Lord and worship, to him, worship him in, in holiness, I, in the splendor of holiness, I want us to do that, just as we did in June. I'd like for us to stand in just a moment and sing two great hymns of the faith. Holy, holy, holy. Why that song? Because it's right out of Scripture. John tells us in Revelation 4, Isaiah tells us that the four living creatures never cease to say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And then right after that, how great thou art. And so I want us to sing that today. Let's raise the rafters as we think about the one that we get to address today. As we think about the one to whom we are gathered to worship, the one in whom, to whom we pray, who we get to come into His presence. So let's, let me pray for us. And then Ronnie's going to come and we're going to stand and sing those two great hymns. Would you pray with me? Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we want to worship you today. So I pray that you would move in our midst and that you would manifest your presence to us. And as we remember your great holiness, as we remember just how great you are, I pray, Father, that you would be pleased with our worship. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand together and sing. It's to this great God that we get to come into His presence. And remember that Jesus taught us to pray to Him, our Father. It's an astonishing thing. When Jesus said, this is how you pray, our Father, Abba, Daddy, this awesome holy God, has opened the door for us to call him Father. I wonder if you would bow your heads for a moment and thank him for allowing you to call him Father. Thank him for all that he has done for that to be possible. Would you praise him for your salvation? Would you praise him for his grace? Praise him that we get to come into his presence this morning. Praise Him. Thank Him. Father, we come before You. We praise You this morning. You are good, good Father. You've allowed us to call You Abba. And so, Abba, we come into your presence. The high priest could come but once a year. But the great high priest has torn the veil and opened the door that we might come boldly, the Scriptures say. So boldly we come, but with humility. And for the next few moments, God, would you just... Focus our attention upon you. Help us to turn our eyes toward you. God, how? How can we say thanks for the things you've done for us? Just keep praying in this. We pray to sing an old song. If you know the words, you can just keep your heads bowed and sing it. If you don't, the words will be on the screen. Or if you just want to continue to worship as choir and others sing. But let's just quietly, prayerfully, with praise and thanksgiving, sing my tribute. How can I say thanks for the things you've done for me? We thank you for the things you have done. But I thank you that that's not just in the past tense. It's for the things you are doing. And not just for that, but the things that you will do. We thank you that we can call you Father. We recognize, Father, that you are God in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven. We praise you. You are seated on your throne. And we lift you up. I wonder if just where you're sitting in prayer. Because some of you, we we did it some last week. and, And let's do it again. Just in popcorn fashion, just lift up things that you praise the Father for. Just say them out loud. Oh, Father, we we praise you and ask that you would manifest yourself to us today through your spirit, that we would see you high and lifted up, and we would praise you, our Father in heaven. Hallowed be your name. You know, the psalmist says, the nations rage, the peoples plot in vain. The kings set themselves, the rulers take counsel together, but the Lord sits in heaven and laughs. He has set his king on Zion. Would you just, where you're sitting, would you acknowledge the lordship of Jesus Christ? Would you acknowledge and ask that his name would be hallowed? It's a praise, but it's more than that. It's a request that His name would be hallowed. Would you ask that His name would be hallowed in your life? Don't focus on anyone else for a moment. But that His name would be hallowed in your life. that his name would be honor in your family's life. Maybe there's some prodigals in your family. Maybe there are those who are lost. They've gone to the far country. Would you ask that God, that God's name would be hallowed in their life? Lift your children to God your grandchildren could we pray that his name would be honored in, in this church's life but not just this church, but the churches around our city. Would you pray for revival? When God's name is honored as it should, revival comes. Would you pray for revival in our church? In our state and nation and our world, You know, we honor what we see as beautiful. Is Jesus beautiful in your eyes? Is he the all-beautiful one? The psalmist says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Have you tasted it? Would you ask him to open your eyes to see his beauty? There's a little song. It may be my favorite chorus.
0: Would you sing it if you know it? Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is on. for when your eyes are on this child your grace abounds to me. Sing it again. Oh Lord
1: beautiful maybe never more beautiful than when you were marred with our sin the Psalmist, the prophet said you had beauty that we should behold him but we look back in hindsight and we see the beauty of what you did for us we praise you. But we praise you that you are no longer on the cross, that you are high and lifted up. You're the King of kings. You're the Lord of lords. And Jesus, you taught us to pray our Father which art in heaven a hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As you're praying, God's kingdom is his rule. God's kingdom is his rule. And so we're asking for God to rule over us when we pray this prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done. We're asking God for rule over us, not just us, but the world. So I wonder if you would just ask the Holy Spirit to examine you this morning. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to examine you and see if, if there are pockets of rebellion in your life where you're not acknowledging his kingdom, you're not acknowledging his rule. Are there areas in relationships, in your business world? And your recreation and your family? Are there areas in your finances? Areas on your computer or phone where His kingdom is not evident in your life? If the Spirit shows you those things, would you? Would you confess it a sin and would you ask him to forgive you? Listen to me. You, you can't sit on the throne of your life and pray your kingdom come. Please listen to the Spirit. If He he shows you areas or pockets of rebellion, repent of those. Turn away from those. Holy Spirit, we come before You and do ask that You would reveal to us any areas in life even those areas that we might mistakenly call small would you reveal those things to us and show us where there may be areas that we are not living for your kingdom would you reveal that to us and help us that your kingdom would come That your will would be done here. Not just on earth, but in our lives on earth. Help us, God. Help us to come to the place that we could honestly and joyfully sing the words of the song we sing next. To know that if all we have is Christ, we have everything. Help us, Father. Let's stand together and sing this song, "All I have is Christ." It's a picture of the kingdom life that we're called to live. There's a great way of knowing if if you see Jesus as the beautiful one. Do you say, all I have is Christ? Or do you say, all I have is Christ? You see the difference? Those who don't see Jesus as beautiful, if all they have is Christ, they see it as not a good thing. But when you see the beautiful one, the glorious one, the one that we seek to be hallowed above all things. All I have is Christ. I've got everything. What a thought. Jesus turns in the prayer. He turns to a very personal thing. He says, give us this day our daily bread. Bread is unfortunately something we we think we're supposed to avoid in this world. I, I think we ought to embrace it. I love it. You can tell I love bread. Um, but it was a staple of their life. They, that's what they ate. It was, it was their daily needs. And so I wonder if we could go back before the Lord for a moment. Would you just bow your heads? Are, are there needs in your life? Would you just lift those needs to the Father? It doesn't matter what the need is. It truly does it. Lift the need to Him. Give us this day our daily bread. Lift the needs. Are they financial? Do you need wisdom? Is it health? Emotional? Physical? Spiritual? Lift the knee to And I wonder, as you bow your heads and pray, I wonder if we might pray for one another. There are those in this room who have great needs. Some we know about and some we don't know about. But God knows. And so I want to ask you to do something. And if you have a great need in your life, In just a moment, I'm I'm just going to ask you to stand. You're not going to have to say anything. But by standing, everyone around you will know that you have a need. It may be that you know someone who has a great need and you'll stand on their behalf. It doesn't matter to me what the need is. God wants us to bring all of our needs to Him. And so if there's a need in your life, or if you stand in behalf of someone else's need, I just want to ask if you'd stand right where you are. Just stand up. Just keep standing. There's several people standing. Now, if you're still seated, would you look around and see those who are standing? And let's make sure that everyone that we see has someone laying a hand on their shoulder or just close to them and You don't have to pray out loud. If you want to, you can. But just pray for them. So move around. Let's lift up each other. There's several in the choir. There's several throughout the thing. Let's pray for each other. I think it would be appropriate for some of you just to pray out loud for those people. If you feel comfortable, God can hear all of us at once. So just start praying and ask God to bless that person quietly or out loud, whichever you prefer. Father, you know the needs. You know the needs of everyone who stood and even those who everything in them wanted to stand but they just couldn't. We lift those needs before you. Lord, James tells us to pray for one another. And so we pray for those who are sick. We ask, Father, that you would be with Ted and Kathy God, that he would be restored and that from the stroke, the, the, the effects of the stroke would go away and that his left side would be fully functional. Would you be with Ted? I pray, God, for Jeff. I pray for Leon. I pray for others who are battling with cancer. We, we lift up those who, who have struggled with things from birth. I thank you for Samuel, and I thank you that he's here. I thank you for the grace you've given him with a mom and dad
0: who love him.
1: But I would ask God that you would move in his life. Be with his mom. Strengthen her. Lord, you know the needs. We plead with you to move. According to your power to do what only you can do. And we lift up those who have prodigals and those who have the, those who are lost and they're standing on behalf of them. God, would they come to themselves as Paul did on the road? Would they be encountered by the truth of a risen Savior and be saved? God, we lift these things to you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated again. As Jesus teaches us to pray, he he moves to another very personal area. He says, and forgive us of our debts. Forgive us of our trespasses. Literally just forgive us of our sins. I asked you earlier to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to show you if there are pockets of rebellion in relation to the kingdom and the king. But I wonder if we could bow our heads again. This is a prayer service. And ask the Spirit to search us and see if there's any sin in our life that we still have not confessed. As you're asking, let me remind you, to confess means to admit that what God says about it is true. That what God says is sin is sin. And then repent is to turn from it. So if God shows you a sin, admit that it's sin, ask Him to forgive you of your trespass, and turn from that sin to Him. Would you ask Him? Listen to the Spirit. And respond accordingly. As you're praying, these words may help you. The words of David, have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned. Done what is evil in your sight. David prayed those words when he was confronted with his adultery and with murder. A child died as a result of his sin. And yet God forgave him because he asked him to. Would you pray? And Jesus doesn't stop there. He says, forgive us of our debts as we forgive our debtors. In other words, forgive us of our sin as we forgive those who sin against us. This gets in a hard place for some of us. Maybe you're holding a grudge. Maybe there's bitterness in your life. You're refusing to forgive someone. Would you ask the Holy Spirit to show you? If there's someone that you're not forgiving and ask Him to help you. I remind you, You don't wipe away their consequences. They sinned against you. They sinned against you. But God's judge. Ask God to help you. How can He forgive us like that? How can He forgive us as we forgive others? How? Without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. As you pray, as you worship, maybe you know this little chorus, and you just sing it softly with me.
0: Oh the blood of Jesus Oh the blood of Jesus Oh the blood of Jesus It washes white as snow. <coughs> Sing it again. Oh the blood Thank him for the blood thank him for the blood
1: that makes it possible for our sins to be forgiven
0: what well, can wash away my sin Nothing but the blood of Jesus, what can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus, oh precious is Thank you, Father.
1: And as we come to the table in just a moment, as we survey the cross with the elements that you have given to us, we remember the body that bore our sin, that bore the wrath that we deserved. We remember the blood that was shed, and we thank you for it because it washes us clean. We thank you. We thank you that we can call you Father because of the cross. We thank you that we can lift our requests to you because we can look to the resurrection and know there's nothing you cannot do. We thank you that we can be forgiven because of the cross and that through the cross we can forgive others. That we can live a life free of anger and wrath. That we can live a life free of holding grudges and bitterness. That we can be filled with your Spirit and the fruit of your Spirit. That love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control can be ours and are ours because your spirit lives inside of us because of the cross and the resurrection. Help us, Lord, as we sing, as we hold the elements in our hand, as we eat and as we drink. Teach us to survey that cross and to worship you as a result, in Jesus' name. Let's stand together and sing that old hymn, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. Mm As they come, I will just remind you that the table is for believers. If you've been born again, if you've been baptized, we welcome you to join us in this. You, you don't have to be a member of our church to partake, but you do need to be born again and in right relationship with the Lord, and we hope that you've had a chance to do that. And so, I just want to challenge you as, as, our, um, as our deacons pass out the elements Hold the bread and think about the body and what we just sing. Hold the cup and think about the blood. As you chew that bread, remember what Jesus' body endured. As you drink that cup, remember what the blood does for us. So let's worship the Lord together in this time.
2: Make live.
1: vagans are fine in their seats. Can we sing it? What a God we serve. Amen? Amen. He closes the prayer by saying, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I wonder, just for a moment, we're almost done. Could we bow our heads and just lift up this week, lift up today, lift up what's facing us, and pray for ourselves and the people around us That he will lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Ask God to direct your path. Can you pray that? Ask him to direct your path this week. Pray for those around you and for your family. He closes with for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. I wanted you to see how to use the Lord's Prayer as an outline. We've spent an hour and 20 minutes this morning. I hope that it went quickly for you. It did for me. You can easily spend time praying the psalms as we saw last week or just opening and praying the Lord's, Su- the Lord's prayer and singing hymns and songs and worship and prayer on your own or as a family in worship just as we did today. It's different. It's better when it's the body of Christ. But you can use the Lord's prayer as an outline. We want to close by singing a doxology. Afterwards, there's some work to be done I would just say if some of you guys could help us with the chairs and the risers here on the stage, and um, a couple other things that need to be done, the, the contemporary folks can kind of show you how we do the chairs. We, we do put a ring of chairs around the stage um, for the daycare, and then we put the rest up. But don't just skip out of here. Let's, let's make sure we greet one another. This is the body of Christ. The, the Bible says they did it with a holy kiss. That may be too personal for you right now with someone. <laughs> I think there's only one in here I'm going to greet with a holy kiss. She's singing in the choir today, but, um, but for the rest of you, a hug or a handshake or a kind word. Our ushers will be at the door. Let's support the new budget we just voted on. Thank you so much for being here. Let's stand together and close with a doxology.